Hello. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the first episode of the Love Leadership and Liberation Podcast. Yes. It is it is the two of us here. <laughs> <laughs> we are very excited to be here. My name is Rachel Meads. I'm Justin Meads. And we are very stoked to be collaborating on this new exciting venture. Yeah, yeah. And, and this is something we've been talking about for a long time, I feel like. Yeah, well, we've been wanting to collaborate on something mm-hmm. for many moons. And I mean, we've been doing business together now for quite a while. So yeah. we have... You know, we have we have collaborated in some capacity, but this yeah. feels like a really new way for us to connect with people and to share our magic with the world, which is really exciting. Yeah, and and to just connect together. And yeah. Have this this space to just sort of be like, oh, we're gonna just have like a really nice conversation and just be together. Yeah. Well, and I feel like that's partially why we wanted to do this is because we realized that we have so many really juicy, epic conversations and we're like, we should fucking record these because these are conversations that people are going to resonate with. And it's just such a beautiful opportunity for us to build community. And of course, again, like you mentioned, like connect with each other in this really honestly like super exciting way too definitely and and I think for me in particular too like this is this opportunity for me to really step into my expression and Mm. communicate more openly um and just I'm I'm really excited to just see what what this brings out in me Mm. you know to kind of be put on the spot a little bit like there's like a microphone in front of us and we're <laughs> like having having this conversation for people. Yeah, it's like a vulnerable thing. Yeah. But it's exciting. Yeah. And I think that maybe we'll like take a couple seconds to just like briefly introduce ourselves. And, you know, we Justin and I talked about how in later episodes we'll probably go into more of like a deep dive around who we are and our journey. But for this first episode, we'll just kind of give like a brief intro as to who we are and what we do in the world and kind of get into the the juiciness of what this episode gets to be today. So would you like to go first? No, I need to go first. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so yes, I'm very excited to be here. My name is Rachel Means. I am a certified coach and breathwork facilitator who's been diving into so many different avenues of how I've supported people over the years. More recently, my work has started to transform into a trauma-informed approach to holistic healing through embodiment work, breath work, somatic healing. And I do, you know, coaching and consulting as well. And so I've been coaching now for about six years I've been in business for over five years and yeah I'm just like so in love with what I get to do in the world and I also have another podcast that I've been doing for a while so 
that show is called the Embodied Leadership Podcast and just a really creative person. And it's been such a beautiful journey over the past, well, particularly the past several months of really anchoring deeper into a new vision, a new chapter of what my work is in the world. And that's been really exciting to to witness that unfurling. And so I do online work, but a lot of my work is also now starting to be in person, particularly facilitating breathwork ceremonies. And I'm also starting to take a really exciting new path in the world of like psychedelics and plant medicine. And so there's all of these things that are unfolding and something that is important to mention too, I think, is that Justin and I, if you're familiar with human design, we're both manifesting generators. So we're both very multi-passionate people. And so you'll, you'll notice throughout the, the show that we talk about a lot of different things because we're so multidimensional and multi-passionate. So Mm -hmm. I'll kind of leave that for me right now because I could go on and on and on, but that's just a brief introduction as to to who I am and and what I'm doing in the world yeah. in terms of my work. Yeah, and um, yeah, I just want to say before I even dive into my thing that it's just been like amazing to witness you kind of shifting over this recent period, and uh, I'm really excited for all the things that you've got going on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I'm Justin Means. I I've got it like an, I've kind of come on sort of a winding path to kind of get to this point. Like I've always been interested in the mind and consciousness and like who we are as people. Um, But then I took this sort of detour into plants and nature and I went and did a master's and um, (laughs) studying, um, ectomycorrhizal fungi which are fungi that grow on tree roots and it's just like this really interesting relationship um but i fell out of love with like academia and being in that sort of whole system and right around the start of the pandemic i finished my masters and then started working in Rachel's business and we've been working in business together for like four yeah I guess it's like four years now yeah yeah so I've kind of been behind the scenes doing a lot of the stuff behind the scenes like editing her podcast or like doing various things um for the website or all this kind of stuff like some of the bookkeeping and various various sort of uh, tasks that are required for. (laughs) We have cats that are just about to start fighting. So if you hear some like wild noises, (laughs) they're about to attack each other. They love each other though. Their names are Jasper and Felix. They're also going to be a very important staple to this show. Oh, there he goes. You're making your debut, Felix. (laughs) Anyways, okay. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so I've been behind the scenes a lot, and recently I've been stepping into a a more leadership role, Mm -hmm. and I've started, you know, creating content on social media. Like, we're both in this year-long breathwork facilitator training, and 
you know, I've been interested in breathwork now pretty well since 2020. Yeah. Been doing it since then. and um, Even before. I think you were doing breathwork even before yeah. 2022. Because you were, like, doing Wim Hof stuff yeah. before then. Yeah. And I've always been into meditation. Like, that's been a huge thing for... <sighs> I guess probably like 10 years now or something. Yeah, me too. Yeah, like, I started when I was like 20. Started yeah. Meditating. Yeah. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, really excited just about about the future, like about this stepping into this breathwork facilitator role and uh, showing up in leadership and... I've got a lot to share. I've got a lot to say. Like, mm. uh, I'm a very studious person mm-hmm. and I take in a lot of knowledge and I'm just really excited to have this sort of platform to sort of, to, to translate some of that knowledge that I bring in to mm. the listener. Yeah, well, and I know that you're starting to also go down a coaching road as well, like mm-hmm. kind of blending being a breathwork facilitator while also stepping into like a coaching mentorship role because yeah. of all of, I mean, you're just like naturally so fucking good at it. Like you're just naturally such a incredible space holder and you ask really powerful questions. And I know that you're, you know, you've been building up this like, framework around energy and I think that that's going to be a really exciting thing too to like have these different avenues of how you support people which I'm really excited about yeah me too and uh yeah it's just been it's been one of those things where Rachel has just sort of like held me to this she's pointed out in me like she's like oh you're you're like a coach you're you are this leader like you know, you, you're doing a disservice to the world to not be showing up. And mm. I totally agree. And I, yeah, I, 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 um, I'm, I'm ready to show up. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's really exciting. And I'm excited for doing this with you and like people getting to see the side of you that like I see yeah. all the time. And, and now it's like to really become more visible in the world and that's really exciting that we get to do that individually but we also get to do it together because you know we have the intention of you know collaborating on different containers and retreats and things of that nature and so it's it's really exciting to be on this path with you and I'm really stoked for this podcast because I feel like this is going to be an opportunity for us to dive into so many different topics and musings around things related to love related to leadership related to liberating yourself in life and we're gonna go all over the map (laughs) because I feel like in our conversations we really we talk about so many different things and I think that that's gonna be really exciting to bring into this space is just creating opportunities for curious conversations and also giving people insight into some of the things that we believe to be true or that we're contemplating. And yeah. And so I'm, I'm just really excited for what this journey gets to look like. And for everybody that's going to be listening to this show, I, I'm really excited for them. Yeah. And, and 
we're, we don't really have a format. Mm-hmm. We're just kind of going off of like what, what feels right in the moment. And there may be episodes where we're like, oh, let's just talk about this one topic yeah, and kind of see where it goes. And there may be other episodes where it's just like us checking in with each other and totally kind of feeling out like where we want to, the conversation to go and kind of just keeping it organic. Like we just, we have these nice conversations, these like really interesting and deep conversations. And we are wanting to just create a space where, where we can share those. And um, I think that this, this container is going to be really good. Like you said, for people to see like who I am, because when I'm communicating with you, I feel as though I'm expressing myself truly Mm. um, and showing up as as who I want to be Mm -hmm. as like that higher version of Mm me and um, yeah it's just this beautiful beautiful thing to have that reflection in you Mm. of me yeah you know well yeah like our the, the way that we're able to be mirrors for each other is you know something that I think has both been deeply healing and transformative for like how we've shown up for each other and the the impact that we've had in each other's lives and just the way that we've been able to like be such pillars of like possibility for each other and to be mm-hmm. consistently you know mirroring back to one another like what like who it is that we believe that we get to be you know and like I, I just think it's really exciting and I think today something that we were contemplating diving into was this conversation around mornings. Yeah. And we were at a podcast or (laughs) a potluck, (laughs) a potluck last night um, with some really amazing friends. And we were, we actually did this really epic thing where we, you know, we, we had a potluck, we ate food and then we all wrote down topics on a piece of paper and put them into a hat. And then Cam, one of our dear friends, he picked, you know, them out of the hat and he would just kind of discuss these different topics. And one of the conversations that we got like really into is this conversation around mornings and what's your relationship with the morning? Like what kind of thoughts do you have when you first wake up? Is it easier? Is it hard to get out of bed? And, Mm -hmm. and it was this interesting thing because there was like a lot of duality. Like I think that there was people like myself and, and a couple other people that were like, oh, like I fucking love mornings. Like there's like my favorite time of the day. And then there was other people that were sharing that mornings have this kind of dreadful tone to them. And yeah. I, I know for me, and this is something that I was sharing last night, one of the reasons why mornings are so great is because of the way that I've cultivated them. Yeah. And I was sharing with our group last night that, I look so I look forward to mornings because I've I've consciously created a I don't even like using the word routine because like my routine isn't this rigid 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 thing <laughs> that I'm like I must do everything in this order yeah. but I have these these practices that I turn to yeah it's like the the morning is this container and I have all of these practices that I can pull from that are deeply fulfilling and so when I wake up in the morning I'm I'm genuinely excited to show up in that container that is the morning 
because I have all of these things that I love, you know, it's like I have breath work, meditation, journaling, movement, conversation, like just be met, like just being in my body, like whatever it is, like I have all of these things that feel really fucking nourishing. And so it's literally my favorite time of day. Like I, I love the morning so much and you know, I turn my phone off. I don't look at my phone when I first wake up. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like there's totally times where if I like get thrown off of my, my normal, like if I'm on vacation yeah. or something, it's can, or if I'm like, I don't know if I'm like really feeling unwell, like there can be times where like I slip into patterns that I don't find useful or fulfilling, but I would say like 95, 90% of the time, like I literally do not look at my phone for at least an hour or two in the morning and so I have this like beautiful root and I only like I have this like weird thing with the <laughs> word routine, but for lack of a better ter- term, I have this like or I always say practice. I have like a practice yeah. that feels really fulfilling. Yeah. And in that, you know, it's it's supported me in in not waking up in the morning and just like laying in bed and ruminating and like getting mm-hmm. really frustrated or thinking about all the things that are wrong, like And I was sharing with the group last night, you know, of course, that isn't to say that I'm like always this like super happy, positive person. Like I'm a full spectrum human, but I would say that when I wake up in the morning, my initial embodiment isn't like dread. It's like excitement or I like want to start my day. And like, of course, sometimes when I sit down and like start journaling or do breath work, like things can come up for me, mm-hmm. but I'm well resourced to process and deal with those things because of the way that I've structured my life to be supportive of my emotional states. Yeah. Well, and I think too, the thing with mornings is you don't have the baggage of the day. Right. It's like you've you've just gone through this like refreshing sleep. Like yeah. the sleep is like this beautiful thing. Well, it's like, hopefully it's refreshing. Yeah. Not everybody. That's I mean, that's true. very true. But like for us, it's usually pretty yeah. refreshing. And at least it's it, at least it creates this boundary from the day before to yes the the day that you're coming into. And uh, I'm curious if you have always been this way Mm. or like what kind of what the journey is that has brought you to this point where mornings are exciting. Well, it definitely was not always this way. I mean, for context, you know, my life looked a lot different before you and I got together. Yeah. And there's a lot that exists within that chapter like I mean for for some context like I had untreated sleep apnea for my entire life up until I started my CPAP like got my CPAP which was I think when I was 26 because it was like the first year of our relationship I didn't want to get it because I was like I don't want to wear this fucking Darth Vader mask when I'm sleeping it's so unattractive you know um but but then she's but then I'm fucking snoring like (laughs) God damn, I was just saying ogre, which <laughs> I'm just like picturing Shrek in the swamp. It's me. <laughs> the swamp is my bed. Um, so I had untreated sleep apnea. And, you know, I also, due to unresolved trauma mixed in with sleep apnea, you know, I. 
I, I, I was, I was, I really struggled with, you know, my well-being for many years. And so I had, you know, what the medical system could call the mood disorder. And mm-hmm. turns out that, well, it's actually just unresolved trauma and I'm not fucking sleeping. Yeah. So like, I don't have that anymore. And I've healed my body and my mind from those experiences. But you know, I also had like in my early twenties, like I had terrible sleep hygiene. I had, I didn't, I, you know, I would like drink on weekends and like stay up. There was times where I didn't even like sleep. Sometimes I would just like not sleep at all because I'd be partying. And so Mm -hmm. the mornings weren't always this like sacred thing for me. And I would say that as I started to well, particularly like in our relationship, I would say around the time that we started dating, because right before I met Justin, I was like, started to like really get real with myself about who I was being in life. And I'll save that for another episode. But I would say that when we got together, it was like, I was really starting to acknowledge the need to change my relationship with my health relationship with my body. And so, you know, it really became like this, I would say, like more of a solidified sacred container for me mm-hmm. um, around the time that we like moved in with each other. Because prior yeah. to moving in with each other, like mornings were start- when they were starting to feel good, but I would often like go to the gym really early um, or I'd have like client calls really early in the morning because I was still working in the fitness industry. And so I would like do business stuff before going into the gym. So they they were still feeling good. They just looked a little bit different than they do right now. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that one of the things that was like revolutionary for making myself or for waking up and feeling good in the morning was getting a good fucking sleep and like yeah. going to bed at a time when my body's actually tired, you know, healing from my sleep apnea. Like there's a lot of things that set you up for success when you wake up in the morning that start the day before definitely and what about you like how how have you found mornings and like what does that like feel like for you yeah I think that now I'm in a really good place uh but I've had I've had many kind of I've had a lot of difficulties with mornings in the past Mm. I think I've I've generally considered myself to be more of like an evening night person Mm. and so I kind of have this like creative uh, energy and stuff in the evening particularly when I was younger and I would stay up late I had had a period of time where I was a dishwasher and you know yeah I'd work until 1 Mm a.m and then I'd be like well I want to like still do something with my life so I would go home and I would do stuff in the evening mm. and I'd stay up until like four and sleep until noon. Um, but recently I've made this like bigger shift to waking up at five mm-hmm. and doing stuff really early. And mornings feel good, um, but there's still a little bit of a... Uh, this feeling of like, oh, I could just keep sleeping. Mm. You know, I wake up and I'm like, eh, do I wanna? Mm. And then I'm like, yes, I do because I know that if I get up and I 
go take my cold shower, mm-hmm. I'm going to feel perfectly fine. I'm going to feel like 100% awake. And that's been a huge thing for me is this cold showers. It's like people look at me and they're like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, I think my dad's just been like, you're crazy yeah. to do that. But, you know, it's that it's that shock, that like little jolt of adrenaline and cortisol that's like a natural part of waking up is mm-hmm. like getting that cortisol spike. Yep. Um, so I'm just choosing when that happens. <laughs> For sure. And, you know, I've got a solid morning routine. I'm putting in air quotes because <laughs> um, I, I, I like the word routine. So maybe that's a little bit of a difference between us there. Like mm-hmm. I've got a pretty solid routine and I like the structure of it. Mm-hmm. I like it kind of flowing from one thing to the next. Um, but I think that that's, that has shifted so much yeah. over the course of our relationship. I know there was a period of time too, where I would stay up really late reading cause I'm just like an avid reader. Yeah. Um, Sometimes to a point of being like it was like a not a good thing because <laughs> yeah. I'd be up at like 2 a.m. reading a, my like novel and then I would wake up at 10, mm. whatever, like later. That was a weird time now that I like reflect on it. But um, now it's like, okay, in bed, 8.30, 9 o'clock, mm-hmm. read for like half an hour to an hour and go to bed. Right you know, before ten thirty, before ten, usually yeah. get up at five. Well, I think the thing too is, you know, this this i this concept that you know, if you're waking up in the morning and you're immediately just in complete like anxiety or dread or like you're ruminating. I mean. Part of why that is, is because your subconscious mind is like the, like the most, well, okay, I'm going to go on a few different trains of thoughts here. (laughs) So to like your, your subconscious mind is very reprogrammable, right? When you wake up in the morning, right before you go to bed, right? And if you're waking up in the morning and you're, you're noticing all of these, you know, uncomfortable thought processes or beliefs happening I mean part of that is like a really good window into into your subconscious and like what's actually happening and what's running the show in your life right And, and because you're you're not doing anything you know your default mode network is the most like active right and so you're you know you're actually like being shown like what is actually oscillating in the background and how all of that might be actually influenced or not might be is actually influencing your reality and to me if somebody were to share like that's what's happening like it's like they wake up and they're they're not happy they're miserable or they're they're struggling with all of these anxieties well that's a really good indication to me that like there's a really beautiful opportunity to dive into subconscious and somatic healing Mm -hmm. because of course the nuance is that we aren't our thoughts and our mind 
will think about so many fucking things and not all of it is actually something that we need to identify with. But if it's controlling your life to some degree and you're, you're waking up and you're not feeling good for lack of a better term, which again, the nuances you're going to wake up and feel many different things on a daily basis. And there's so many factors. It might be something you dreamed about. That's kind of making you feel a little off centered or what have you. But I feel like part of why I don't experience that very much anymore is because of the depth of devotion that I have had and and continue to have when it comes to reprogramming my body and my mind. Because of course there was a period of my life where I did feel deeply anxious or full of dread or Mm -hmm. overwhelmed waking up in the morning and the reason why that is not really the case anymore is because of the relationship that I've cultivated within myself through reprogramming my body and my mind. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it seems to you almost that in, in and through that process that you've uh, been taking part in over all these years, you've, de- you've developed this capacity for resilience Mm-hmm. You know, in that in the morning, it's like, okay, shit may come up, emotions may come up, thoughts, things may come up, but you have this, you have this practice or these collection of practices that put you into a state to be able to handle them. Yeah. You know, totally. and I'm curious what your thought is around someone who might be like, well, I don't have time in the morning. Mm-hmm. Like, I gotta, I gotta get to work, or I've got like. I, I don't have space for this. Like, right. what, or what, like they're, they have kids or something. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I mean, I think that it is important to acknowledge that everybody has a different reality. And like, mm-hmm. I'm very blessed in that I don't have to rush to work in the morning or like I don't have children waking me up at 5 a.m. Like, I'm, you know, I have different a different lifestyle than some of the people that are going to be listening to this episode. And in that, I will say that we can create pockets of peace. We can create pockets of opportunity. Like, I would say that instead of going, I don't have time, it's like, okay, where do I already do things in the morning that I can actually, like, use that space to create opportunity? So, like, maybe that looks like when you shower in the morning, you, for that five minutes, like you focus on your breathing, you focus on the sensation of the water on your body, you focus on practicing gratitude while you're in the shower. Mm -hmm. Maybe when you're getting ready, and you're like doing, you know, your hair, like you're shaving or what, depending on who's listening to this, right? Can you use that experience to be really present and use it as a mindfulness practice? Like, can you maybe listen to an audio that like motivates you or on your drive to work in the morning, can you listen to something that gives you some level of of motivation or satisfaction or brings you joy? And, and then from, you know, the perspective of, you know, let's say you have children. I mean, can you invite your children into that experience? Even if they're like a two-year-old that's, you know, running rampant around the house, like, could you use that time to, to play, like to, to let mm-hmm. your own inner child play. Like, I think that 
we we create limitations for ourselves in 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 ways that I don't necessarily think we need to. And it's not to say that every person's going to have time to have like a three hour morning ritual. Yeah. But there are already moments in life that we can that we can create that, and it might even look like you know you you as you're you know getting up in the morning and making your bed or making your coffee like that's maybe when you're practicing gratitude like I just think that there's ways that we can invite in more pleasure mm-hmm. and more presence in what we're already doing if we don't feel like we already or if we don't feel like we have a lot of space to add something else in but I think where people go wrong is they're like super kind of for lack of a better term like feel like they're stuck in their patterns that they 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 kind of lie to themselves and say like well I can't and it's like well no you can and where where can you because there's always opportunity it might not feel easy it might feel really challenging or you might need a lot of resistance but Mm -hmm. there's always some somewhere that you can show up for yourself yeah and I think that is the important piece is like, who do you want to be? Exactly. Do you want to be the person that like is always rushing in the morning Mm -hmm. before getting to your job? Like, what do you do in the evening? Like, are you, are you scrolling on your phone right before bed? Like, what if you just went to bed half an hour earlier? So you could wake up half an hour earlier and then you have that half an hour, Mm -hmm. right? Or whatever. I mean, Sometimes that stuff is 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 more difficult and mm-hmm. but yeah, like you said, like there's always space to some degree. Maybe you don't scroll on your phone in the morning. Yeah. Huge one. Yeah. And it, oh <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. And I think this is like um brings brings us to a point that like I always feel like I'm harping on for myself and just in general is like the awareness piece, right? Like you first need to be able to feel that something isn't how you want it to be, Mm. right? You need to feel like, how does it, how does it feel to be looking at your phone in the morning or how does it feel to like in your body? How does it feel? to exist in the way that you're existing. Mm. Yeah. And I think that in that, what you were saying about being curious about like who it is that you want to be, because like your identity, the identity that you hold impacts how you are in relationship with all of life. And if you're not, if you don't know who you want to be, you don't know what you actually want, then you're kind of aimlessly operating on a day-to-day basis. And it's no wonder that you're going to feel, you know, unbalanced or feel this like corruption or chaos in your life. And I think that one of the things that I know for me is a huge part of my life is being incredibly intentional about the person that I'm here to be in the world and living in integrity with that person and being real with myself when I'm falling short or when I'm not showing up as the person that I want to be because 
I really believe that like who I am being is, is, is everything, you know, like who I'm being in relationship with myself, how I'm being in relationship with you, with business, with life, with like my health, like all of it, like it's so important. And so if I, let's say I catch myself in a or in a pattern where I've been on my phone a lot and I can tell like in my body, like, oh, like I don't, that doesn't feel good. Like it does not like, genuinely, like it does not fucking feel good if I've been scrolling on my phone for an hour. Mm-hmm. Like it's a, it's like, sure. Like the, the quick hit of dopamine might temporarily feel good, but it doesn't actually like really truly feel good. Yeah. And like, if I notice that I've been in a pattern where I do that all the time, then I need to look at myself and go like, that is, does that feel like it's in support of the person that you're here to be rich? Like, does that feel nourishing? Does that feel good? Cause mm-hmm. if I'm real with myself, it doesn't, it doesn't feel nourishing. It, it takes away from my energy. It takes away from my life. And so if I was starting, if I start my day like that, right. If I know that, waking up in the morning and just being on my phone and scrolling for an hour takes away from my energy causes anxiety or even unconsciously maybe creates like envy or something because you know if you're if you're just you're just taking in all these other people's lives and then you're maybe not even realizing it but you're unconsciously like feeling like oh I wish that I had that or I wish I was doing that or that person's life so great or whatever but then you're not even like looking out your own fucking window and going, holy shit, like, look where I am. Look at my life. Look what I get to do. Look at all the opportunity I have today. Like, of course, you're going to feel anxious or you're going to feel sad or you're going to feel like this disconnection because you're literally using this artificial connection yeah. to try to fill something, to try to meet a particular need that you have when the question becomes, well, you know, what need do I want to have met? And maybe the need that you have, if you're picking up your phone to like be, you know, online and on social media, on social media, maybe the need you have is like connection and community. Mm-hmm. And so like, where could you create that in your life that isn't in your phone? Maybe like, let's say you don't have a partner, or maybe you are single and you live alone. Like maybe there's that's a beautiful time to like instead of scrolling on your phone for an hour in the morning like get outside go for a walk or go to the gym or go to a yoga class or like like a coffee shop call a friend like you know some, do something that creates that or that fills that need in a way that's actually true you know and it might be that you it might not even need be that you need to connect with other people it might be like this need to connect with your yourself well and that's the thing that came to mind when you were talking about this is like okay so you pick up your phone you're scrolling through all these things and you're getting hundreds of little bits and pieces of information mm-hmm. and you're you're adding to the baggage of the day already yeah right so you you start your day you're like oh i'm just gonna fucking front load this with all of this random shit you're playing like roulette. Yeah. yeah. It's just yeah. like what, what you have no idea what you're going to get. You might get some weird shit that like makes you feel. Oh yeah. Off Especially if you're on like up. TikTok. Oh yeah. I know. It's like that's like, literally like a slot machine of like how, what am I going to see today? Because sometimes <laughs> the shit that's popped up on my TikTok, I'm like, how is that even on the internet? 
Yeah. And it's, like, disturbing. Yeah, totally. It's just, like, this random thing. It's like, oh, like, okay, I'm on a good streak. There's some really entertaining <laughs> videos. Oh, it's heartwarming. And then all of a sudden, there's just this fucking whatever. And I'm yes. like, what the hell is that? Why is yeah. that even on the internet? So, yeah, it's like you said. It's like this It's this, uh, really risky thing to perpetually start your day in that energy. Yeah. And to start your, in this even, like, even outside of social media, if you're someone who's, like, watching the news first thing in the morning, or you're, like, looking up all this, or you're on fucking Reddit, like, whatever it is. Yeah. If you're externalizing your attention in the morning, and you're filling your attention with all of these things that, if you're real with yourself, don't actually feel good or fulfilling. Yeah. Well, no fucking wonder you feel anxious. No wonder you feel disconnected. No wonder you're feeling like uncentered throughout the day. And then the thing is, is that if you just keep doing that, now you've created a pattern. Yeah. Now you've created an identity. And it's super difficult to unlearn those things because it's deeply fucking embedded in your body and in your mind. And so, of course, it's going to feel challenging to change that. Of course, you're going to feel resistance because you have created this relationship with these patterns. And so your subconscious is like, ah, yeah, let's stay in this. Let's stay in what's familiar, even though it doesn't fucking serve me. Right. Like it's. I think taking an approach to it and having compassion, like having self-compassion and and understanding that, you know, these, these patterns are like really addictive, right? Because we of all the hormones in our body that get released when we're, when we're partaking in these particular experiences, like we, our body becomes like really addicted to those, that, that, uh, that activation to that arousal, our body like starts to really crave it. And so you're going up against a lot to change your ways of being. But the question kind of coming back to is like, well, who do you want to be? And are you willing to wake up five years from now and still exist in this exact place and time? And yeah. Cause if not, that's a pretty good fucking motivator to change. Yeah. And I think a piece around this that's really important is kind of coming back to how the, the morning you're sort of starting with this fresh slate, mm. right? It's this, it's a pretty vulnerable time if you think about it, right? You're you're waking up and your mind is so receptive mm-hmm. to to everything because like I said, you don't you're not necessarily carrying the baggage from the previous day, right? It's this like fresh, right? And so if you are instantly diving into shit that is just random, no idea how it's going to affect you. Well, that's going to be the tone for the rest of the day. It's going to set this frame for how you're existing in the rest of the day. And that's why that morning time is so important to just be really intentional with with how you're showing up for yourself. Because then you get to, you get to set the frame however you want. Yeah. You get to be in in an emotional tone or in like this mental tone that is going to serve you for the rest of the day. Yeah. Well, and you know, I think that it's important to mention too, like your mornings don't have to look the same 
yeah. every day. You know, you don't have to be somebody who's like really rigid and is like, okay, I have to write this. Ex- I have to write in my journal and I have to do this exact thing. Some people that's important. And I think that, you know, you, yeah. you mentioned that for you having a, a very structured routine in life is actually really good for your mental health. It's really supportive and in, in you staying in right relationship with yourself and life. Yeah. And, you know, someone like myself, you know, I, I find kind of having this menu that I get to choose from to be more satisfying. And for those listening, like I have an ADHD brain that could also be, you know, where we differ a little bit because we do have a yeah. different brain. Um, but for me having a menu with that's still, there's still structure, right? Like there's still like, I know that I'm going to do something in the morning that's supportive and I know that there are certain pieces of my life that I like, there is structure when I don't have structure, I feel fucking chaotic. Like that is literally just a fact. But for me more from like the, the, the standpoint of like, I don't feel like, Oh, if I don't journal today, I fucked up. Or if I, if I didn't meditate today, Oh my God, like I'm going to be this, like, I'm going to be like this, you know, tyrant throughout the day. For me, it's more like, okay, so long as I've taken some, space for myself in the morning and that might be doing breath work that might be movement that might be you and I having a conversation like we're doing right now that might be going outside like you know some, yeah. sometimes like we'll we'll you know just go hiking in the morning yeah and like that feels really great so it's like so long as I am filling up my own cup in the morning with something that is legitimately nourishing and puts me into the embodiment of who I want to be because I say I would say that no matter what every single day the the thing that I do regardless of how I do it is I connect with who I want to be I connect with gratitude I connect with my body I connect with my breath and I'm intentional about the intention that I have for the day and that might be journaling that that might be just internally contemplating that that might be co- like conversationally speaking about it yeah but no matter what I do that every single day and that's because it's now a habit mm-hmm. like that's become just it's actually not even so much a habit it's like what well, it is a habit but it's it's a part of my identity yeah. like that's who I am yeah. I am that person and 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 I realized when we were having these conversations last night at this potluck that because that's so normal for me I don't think of it as like, oh, this is amazing because it's just like, this is just who I am. This is a part of my life. But when having conversations with people who either really struggle with these things or don't have any system at all that supports them and they're like, holy shit, that's so inspiring. It made me realize like, whoa, like this is actually like really fucking awesome. Like this is a really, this is, this is something that I get to be proud of that I've created in my life. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think in that it's it's not necessarily going to be easy. No. You know, it's 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 it could be quite hard. It could it could take time to mm-hmm. get to a point where it's like, oh, this is a part of my identity. It's not going to be just all of a sudden like snap of the fingers. Mm-hmm. You're this person who has this like solid morning practice, like. It could be little, you're going to, you stick with it for a while and then it kind of like fades away. And then you're like, it comes to mind like, oh, I felt so much better when I was doing that. 
Like, let me get back into that and do it again. Mm-hmm. And then you do it and maybe it lasts a little bit longer yeah. or you, you kind of shift it around. You're like, oh, maybe I like it a little bit, a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. Shifting what you're actually doing. And then maybe it sticks a little longer. And then eventually you, you start to realize, oh, this is like who I am. I am, I am this person that does these things. Yeah, well, for sure. It's, it goes back to like changing your identity based belief systems. And it, it goes back to like radically shifting like how you see yourself, like your self concept, mm-hmm. you know? And I don't believe that healing needs to take a long time, but I do believe that people are on their own timeline. Yeah. And so my timeline is going to look a lot different than yours, and, and everybody's timeline is different. And I think that that's where. It, there is a there's a really important uh, need for both self-compassion, but also devotion and self-discipline. And it's yeah. finding harmony within that because it's easy enough to kind of <laughs> lie to yourself and be like, oh, it's fine. Oh, it's fine. Oh, yeah. it's fine. And like, and like, yeah, yeah, of course, like it, it's okay to like not be this idyllic version of yourself all of the time like we're fucking yeah. human and simultaneously it's it's really important to create a relationship with devotion and self-discipline yeah so that you aren't shaming yourself when you when you mess up you're not shaming yourself if you forget something because shame nothing good comes from shame yeah. i genuinely do believe that but i believe that it's also important to be like okay You know, for example, let's say I fall out of a a particular um, practice, right? I might go, you know, Rach, it's okay. I love Mm -hmm. you. I can appreciate, like, you know, why that happened. And let's 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 get back on track. Like, there is this level of, I think, maturity that comes into the conversation of like, how can I like be that like loving parent towards myself and like a healthy loving parent is gonna both like love you and 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 nurture you and be there for you when you fall down but they're also gonna like have that like container of what's the word I'm looking for like there's there's a level of well, it's almost leadership. Yeah, and there's a self, yeah, self leadership. Like the for sure. the, the thing that the term that I think applies to this really well that I've kind of been messing around with is compassionate self leadership. Mm. It's like okay, you're you're holding yourself to a standard, yes. but you recognize that you're also human, and mm. that sometimes you fuck up, sometimes you don't do the thing, and it's like, well, why didn't I do the thing? And that's okay. But I also know that who I want to be is a person who does that thing. Yes. Well, and the the word standards, I think is huge. It's like, what are your standards for your life? Right? What are your standards in relationship? What are your standards with money? What are your standards with your well-being? Like, I think having standards is really healthy. Mm -hmm. And it's it's kind of like this um this like 
thing that you can lean back. It's just like, it's, it's the same as knowing your values, right? Yeah. It's like having something that you can turn to as like a compass to be like, okay, am I living in right relationship with these things? And having that compassionate self-leadership is being able to be in integrity with your, with your standards, being in integrity with your values and being able to recognize when you're not living that way and being able to, to reorient back to what it is that you want, who it is that you're here to be. And it's a practice. It's a literal fucking practice every day. Like being human is so complex and it's so multifaceted and different chapters or seasons of your life are going to have different flavors and different challenges and that all is going to influence how you're feeling in life like things happen and I would say that and we kind of talked about this last night too I would say that even in the times of my life where shit has felt the most challenging particularly in my adult life Mm -hmm. having access to those standards and those values and these practices are like fucking anchors yeah even when everything feels like it's falling apart it's like I still have this like solid ground that I can lean into because of what I've created for myself mm-hmm. and that actually creates like because I've created that when shit's going wrong those are the things that I can turn to that help me get back into that like more balanced state yeah I love that Oh, my sweet. Well, my sweet. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really excited. And this was a really great conversation. And I think something that I want to leave people with is to really get clear on who it is you want to be. Yeah. Get clear on the type of life that you want to live. What is the lifestyle that you desire? And what, let's say you flash forward. Like five years from now, you are the type of person that has that lifestyle. What is it that that version of you does? What are their habits? What are their standards? What are their beliefs? How do they show up in life? Like get really clear on that vision Mm -hmm. because it's so important to have some level of direction for your energy to go towards. And I would also encourage you to look at, you know, what is not working anymore? What maybe once was working or maybe what once was something that felt good? And where is it that you can like, what do you need to let go of? Like what, what cannot come with you into this new chapter? Even if it's painful, even if it means leaving behind a certain person, place or thing, like it's so important to the integrity of, the person that you're here to be, to be extremely honest with yourself about where it is you're headed and and what is not going to be supportive in you going there. Definitely. And I think in all that, writing it out by hand. Yeah. Pen and paper. Yeah. Seriously. Because then then it, it really, it'll stick. And I think continually returning to these concepts because... You know, if you if you write it all out one time and then that's the only time that you write it out or like think about it, it's not going to stick. Mm-hmm. And so continually returning um, 
And I think that's probably a good spot to end. Yeah. And we just want to say thank you so much for yes. tuning into this first episode for choosing to be a part of this community. It would mean so much to us if you could leave a review, yeah. follow this podcast on wherever you're listening and share it with somebody. You know, we are really excited about building a really beautiful community and having these really beautiful conversations and we've got so much in store. And so, yeah, it would just mean a lot if you can leave a review and, and follow along. Yeah. And we, we want to hear from you. Like if yes. there's anything that you want us to talk about too, like reach out yeah. and, um, yeah, we'll just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll, have we'll have, we'll have all of our contact information in the show notes. And so you can feel free to reach out to Justin or I on Instagram. We'll, we'll include all the details below and yeah. Thank you so much for being here and we'll, we'll see you soon. Bye. Thank you.